This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 3, Dorking Wanderers 1. It was a very enjoyable afternoon, that, to be frank. We like Dorking Wanderers and they were gracious guests. I think we, we saw them right in terms of the hospitality that the turf and the club put on for them. And they rewarded us by playing some very attractive football. It was easy on the eye. And although I didn't really feel the result was ever in doubt, Dorking certainly showed enough to suggest that they deserve to get away from the relegation battle that they've slipped into. They're committed to the way that they play football and there's a lot to enjoy and a lot to admire in that. It's not just off the pitch of Dorking, a, a gentleman. They played some really interesting stuff on it. In fact, to be frank, in the first half, certainly, they had as much of the ball as anybody's had at the racecourse this season. Their possession best play, place play was good. And I thought we could have been better in terms of when attacks broke down, we were tending to hack it clear because they were getting bodies high up the pitch. Uh, I think there were occasions where they crashed at judicious times. And as a result of that, we were just knocking it clear and it was coming back in at us again. And, well, I'll, I'll explain later, but the goal they scored may have been a consolation, but it did sum up quite nicely exactly how they were looking to go about things. But despite that, they weren't really opening us up often. They weren't really finding many chances. They had Harry Ottaway up front, who was really dangerous in the air. Um, but they'd left out Seb Bowman to accommodate him. And Bowman is a wide player. I've seen a little bit before. He's got a good delivery on him from the flank. And once he came on with Ottaway on the pitch, they start to have a bit more cutting edge. Wrexham weren't getting the ball down and playing as we'd like to. But as we know, we can mix it up. And we were still managing to get the ball forwards. Plus... Obviously, when you've got players like Elliot Lee, Paul Mullen involved, things can develop very quickly. And indeed, in the ninth minute, an incident which I'm afraid isn't in the highlights because the, the, it was only recorded after the tenth minute. Uh, Mullen ripped a great cross in from the right-hand side. Elliot Lee, from very close range, got his head to it. Just couldn't get on top of the header, though. It was whistling across, and he headed it against the underside of the bar, dropped down, and came back out to safety. Three minutes later, the same combination and a sensational result. Lovely build-up play down the left-hand side. Lee slipping it to Muller, who popped it back to him perfectly, and Lee cutting inside as he likes to, and then from about 25 yards on his right foot, hitting an absolute screamer into the top right corner. A glorious goal by Elliot Lee to give Wrexham the lead. But Dorking were not shaken by that. They kept playing, they kept passing, they kept moving it about, and, and we continued to have to be diligent in defence and had to accept that there would be long periods without the ball. Didn't panic, that was good. Um, but we only broke on them, I would say, consistently in the last 20 minutes of the half. Dorking had a decent chance around the quarter-hour mark, a really big scramble. McShane, who is their top scorer, and I thought did well in a slightly withdrawn position, threaded a lovely ball down the right, brings punch to cross in low, and there was a great block by Tunnicliffe, but it hit a defender and spanned back in the danger area and had to be denied by another good block under the bar. Wrexham riding their luck a little bit there. At the other end, Lee attempted something audacious, battling for the ball 25 yards out, and once he got to it, hitting a snapshot before the keeper was set, but it went wide of Dan Lincoln's goal. Lincoln would go on to be a very important figure in the game, and his duel with Lee was quite something to behold. 
Wrexham then went close from the long throw. Like I said, we have variety in our arsenal. Toza hurling it in towards the end of the six-yard box. Dolby selected to give Palmer a break. And also because he merits being selected at the moment of the super form he's in. Stretching, did well to get his head to it, but couldn't really get any control on the ball. But he glanced it across the keeper. And this time, unlike his older shots, it was just close enough for Lincoln to react swiftly and show good hands to hold on to it as it threatened to go past him on the left-hand side. Some really good pressure around the half-hour mark then led to Ford feeding the ball square and Dolby driving in a tremendous shot from 25 yards. This time Lincoln saving spectacularly, an excellent save, bringing his top hand over the top and getting a strong hand on it to tip it over the bar. Great save that from a great Dolby effort. And he would be active again soon afterwards, Ford feeding it inside, Young drilling a shot which took deflection. Now, I think it may have taken a bit of speed off it, but it also changed the direction of it. And, and Lincoln would have seen it a little late, but he managed to get Lown low to his left and pull off the save. A lovely, ingenious piece of play, again between Mullen and Lee. Probably ought to have led to a second goal. The ball going out for a throw on the left as Wrexham broke. Mullen alert to the possibilities, as was Lee. The striker picked up the ball, hurled it in Lee's path, and he was one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, but Lincoln came out really quickly and was able to make the save. But there was no reprieve, because soon afterwards there was a goal. This time it was Moore giving the ball away in midfield. Young, alert, just punched the first-time pass down the right channel to find Mullen running in at the goal from the right flank. He drove inside and... Put in a, a lovely left-footed finish across Lincoln and into the bottom corner to put Wrexham two goals up. It could have been three, because in the last minute of the half, Lee again fed Mullen, who struck once more, and Lincoln was able to push it out, and luckily for him, the defender came and cleared. So 2-0 at half-time, and it did feel like breathing space. Dorking would win a lot of friends with their style of play, weren't that threatening going forwards. And in the second half, yeah, Wrexham did look more impressive Cannon with some great work down the flank initially heading towards his own goal but then a lovely little step over sending him back towards the Dorking goal feeding it inside to Lee he helped it uh, so beg your pardon to Mullen he helped it on to Lee and his powerful shot from the edge of the area took a nick and was deflected just wide of the right post in the 55th minute Clueth played a terrific ball over the top first time to put Dolby through with Mullen, two strikers against one defender. Dolby driving in, cut inside, it looked to me like the sort of situation he'd want to shoot in, but unselfishly he squared it to Mullen and put it just a little bit behind him, and he couldn't quite dig it out before a defender came back to cover. It was a glorious opportunity, an excellent ball by Clueth, and all I can say is that Dolby learned from it, but Dorking didn't, because within a minute... Same manoeuvre. Again, Clueth stabbing the ball over the defence down the right. Dolby picked her up on the flank and this time he had no eyes for anything but the goal. He beat his man brilliantly round the outside, drived, drove into the box and then carried it in to about eight yards out. I think the keeper was anticipating him trying to put it into the far corner and he suddenly pivoted and pulled it with power inside the near post. A lovely finish, and Dolby continues his good streak of, in front of goal. He really is in superb form. <coughs> Wrexham, at this point, were looking very fluent, very impressive. And to be honest, there was a real danger that Dorking might, at this point, crumble. For me, this was the one point where you thought, OK, this could get ugly for them. 
Um, but they gritted their teeth and started to get themselves back into it. Wrexham brought Mullen off to give Palmer 20 minutes. Dorking started to monopolise possession again. The game was gone by now, but they were showing good self-respect and moving the ball around well. And in the 77th minute, they got a goal. And I've got to say, as I said in the introduction, just look at this for an indication of why they persist with their passing style. 20 passes in the move, as they probed around the pitch, trying to find a way in. 1 minute 22 seconds they were in possession. Fair play. I mean, that is a commitment to keeping the ball on the floor that you've got to admire. And in the end of it all, Bowerman, who had come on on the left flank and was starting to put dangerous balls in. Although it was interesting because my take on this, I could be wrong, was that ironically Ford, who had an excellent game at right wing back, was actually handling him fine. When he got support, when he was doubled up on, it actually helped Bowerman because when a player would come in and put himself between Ford and Bowerman, Bowerman would use him as a screen, get round him, and ripped across it before Ford could engage again. And on this occasion, that was what happened. He cut inside onto his right foot and whipped the ball to the far post. And the other substitute mute got up and headed the ball home. Lovely cross, nice far post, six-yard header, right in the top corner. Lainton didn't do a thing about it. Rexham was stung and responded. A nice move down the right. <coughs> Dolby finding Palmer. And he slid in Lee beautifully. One-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Lee will be so disappointed he only got one goal in this game. But to be fair, he came up against Lincoln. And he, Lee hit it well. And back the direction it came from. And Lincoln managed to adjust to make a superb reflex save. Absolutely hats off to him. Jordan Davis came on to get himself a couple of minutes. James Jones had come on as well to replace Andy Cannon. And in the closing stages, Wrexham had a, another couple of nearest things to score. Dolby driving forwards once more, smashing a shot in. Keeper got down low and pushed it away, but Palmer had a great chance to put the ball in with half the goal to aim for, but didn't control it quite and put it over the bar. You could see his frustration. And then the last minute, Mendy with a glorious charge, just, just about got there ahead of more than a halfway line, knocked it past him and was away, cut inside, hit the ball across the keeper, just shaved the far post. Great effort. It was great fun. It was good stuff. Dorking did have some, some decent spells when it was 3-1, where you thought, OK, if they can make another chance, this could be an issue. But ultimately, the goal in that first-half scramble was what they managed. Good performances by Wrexham. Lington, like I said, didn't really have much to do, in all honesty. The centre-backs, Clueth, uh, in the second half, those balls over the top, were really nice and, and opened Dorking up beautifully. Tozer and Tunnicliffe again, as usual, were very solid and the defence looked well at Marshalled. I thought Ford was excellent on the right-hand side, driving up and down. He, he caused lots of problems, linked up play really nicely. And likewise, Mendy, he was terrifically energetic, aggressive and direct in the way that he played. Centre mids, Luke Young again, was uh, put in a very good shift. Uh, maybe not quite as uh, dramatic as sometimes, but then our midfield had less of the ball than usual and were happy to do so. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, yes, yeah, so in the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes as well, after we run 3-0 up, there was a, a clear shift in how we approached things. We we stood off a bit. And I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you know we pressed quite well in Dorking's half and forced errors, most obviously for the second goal when Moore gave the ball away to Young. But by the time the game was won, we retreated into more of a defensive shape. And apart from the goal, kept Dorking at arm's length. I think this was smart. 
there's no point in going for extra goals. The goal difference doesn't matter. The points will decide who wins the league. And quite frankly, we have managed to conserve a little bit of energy for Tuesday and got some good work defensively in in terms of our shape because Dorking do pull you around and do test you out in that way. So yeah, so the midfield didn't get as much ball as usual. Young still had some good interventions. Cannon was impressive. They put him into the central position of the three. And you know, he's clearly a quality player. And he really showed a lot of that. His touching the ball is great. His ability to go past a man in a crowded area. His, his ability to spot a pass. Clearly a, a high quality signing. And then the other midfielder, of course, was Elliot Lee. Who was effervescent. Really enjoyable to watch him. He was everywhere. He made he made the odd mistake trying to stretch too much, perhaps to try and play the killer pass. He will be disappointed he didn't score more than one, but he was excellent. I mean, he was such a good player. Mullen again, just lovely little bits of intelligence. The way he worked with Lee, the finish was terrific. And uh, well, in the commentary we gave the the man of the match to Mendy. It was a split decision. I was the dissenter. I thought Mendy was excellent. Uh, I went for Dolby. I thought Dolby was again showed that if you give him a chance, he'll grab it. Especially after Ed Harris, the centre-back, who did well, had to go off injured uh, because he was a good presence in the centre of defence. And he was doing pretty well in the battle against Dolby in the air. Once uh, he went off, Dolby was dominant in the air. His energy was terrific. He's running in behind. His selflessness maybe denied him another goal when he squared that ball to Mullin. He took his goal beautifully, though. And, yeah, he, I thought he was genuinely terrific. Dorking did switch their formation as well uh, when we went a bit more uh, sort of hold, sitting off a touch and that allowed them to move the ball around nicely but I think it also allowed Dolby to be a bit more aggressive in the air because their centre-backs now did, lacked uh, that big central figure in Harris and that allowed Dolby to, to run amok a little bit at the other end. It was great fun, almost as much fun as watching the second half of the North County game when I came home. So Wrexham have gotten to us into a very nice position now and then the best result of the weekend, despite what happened on Saturday, uh, well done to the Wrexham women's team. Uh, sadly, I was a bit under the weather today, as uh, anyone listening on Saturday will have known. And I, I wanted to go to that game and wasn't able to. But brilliant to see a 3-1 win at Connors Key Nomads, our title rivals. Two goals in injury time as well. And that leaves us in a great position of having two games left. And essentially needing one more point because we have a goal difference which is 20 more than Connor's key so one more point surely does it we played Connor's key in the last game of the season so if we draw it real next Sunday then Connor's key are going to have to beat us by 10 goals on our own patch which doesn't seem feasible does it really but anyway congratulations uh, to Steve Dale and Gemma Rowan and all the players an outstanding achievement and Wrexham Football Club on the verge of an honour, and hopefully there'll be two trophies, two league titles by the end of the season. With a final score of Wrexham 3, Dorking 1, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.